Yes, this is the Morning Buzz on Spice Radio 1200 AM. You're with me, Natasha. Along with me is Mankaran. Students of the Faculty of Land and Food Systems at UBC had a culinary battle. It was a great UBC bake-off. And what stood out were the delicious, environmentally friendly and very nutritious dishes made with insects and bugs. Now, before you squirm and say why, let's welcome on the show researcher, course instructor and sessional rector at UBC, Dr. Yasmin Akhtar. A warm welcome to the show, Dr. Akhtar. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Eating bugs and insects. I know it's an alien thing on this side of the globe, but throughout history, people have relished insects. Even uh, currently, some cultures still do. Yes, they do. And could you give us an insight into, say, the some of the culinary dishes across the world where they still enjoy this uh, insect uh, dishes in their cuisine? Uh, yes, there are many countries, like especially you know, uh, Asia, Asian countries, uh, South America, and uh, for example, Brazil, you know, Mexico, and uh, many African countries. They have been using insects as part of their diet for a very long time. And uh, they prepare them in different ways, you know, maybe boil, maybe they can boil them and uh, bake them or maybe barbecue them, you know, and use them in different forms, you know. Yeah. But they have been enjoying them. In fact, one of those fancy schmancy cheeses uh, from Italy, they have some kind of uh, maggots in them. I mean, I know you need to kind of uh, develop a tummy to eat that one. <laughs> yes, of course, you know, I mean... People are selling like different, uh, different, they are sold in different forms, you know, and, uh, you know, they are available in the markets, you know, in superstores, even in European countries, you know, in the form of like, uh, uh, like burgers, you know, uh, like uh, insect burgers or, you know, uh, chocolate coated ants, you know, or, you know, in different forms, you know, even, you know, insect powder is available, insect protein is available, insect flour is available, you know. So you can use them, you know, in different dishes and you can enjoy them, you know, without even noticing that insects are present in the in the dish, you know. That's very interesting. I know during my travel to Thailand, uh, I did try the silkworm snack. My family, oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, my family yes, were not up for it, but I'm pretty adventurous, so I did try it and it was quite nice. Nutty in oh, flavor, yes. very interesting. In what form they were sold? They were, I think, just tossed, and uh, oh, they were. A, yeah. It was a street food, so it was rather nutty. Yes, not, uh, right. yeah. So it yes, was pretty, yes. pretty unique. Very, popular, very, very popular. You know, the silkworm pupa. You know, yeah. and uh, uh, I mean, people really enjoy them, and they are loaded with proteins, you know, and other nutrients. And uh, with insects, you know, that uh, because you are also a spice station, you know, then <laughs> I would talk about the spice too at the same time, you know. So with insects, they, they are like tofu and they can absorb the flavor of the spices added, uh, added to them, you know. And uh, and uh, uh, and we cannot even feel that the insects are present in the, in the food, you know, that we prepare, in the dishes we prepare. And this is what people have noticed last time, you know, when we have this context, you know, a few days back, that uh, dishes were prepared based on cricket powder or if, or flour as a as an ingredient in their in their dishes and people did not uh, notice their presence in the food you know 
That's very interesting. That's very interesting. But you know, I I do have heard this. I've not tried it, but I've heard that ants are pretty sour to taste. And there was an old folklore. uh, My nanny used to tell me, if you eat ants, you kind of get a better eyesight. I don't know how much truth is there into that. (laughs) But uh, growing up, we heard it. Yeah. Right. With, I mean, insects do have a flavor. They have a, they have a nutty flavor. That is the flavor of nuts. And in some cases, there are flavors like the seafood, you know. But as I mentioned earlier, that you can change the flavors, you can modify the flavor by adding spices into them, you know. And as your grandma is saying that it would improve the improve your eyesight, that many insects, they are rich in vitamins, you know, vitamin B12, another vitamins, you know, uh, as well as, I mean, you have heard about the proteins. So those are the building blocks of the body. And if you get good proteins, that is the proteins that are rich in all essential amino acids, and of course, it's going to benefit you more, you know. And in addition to that, they also have the minerals, you know, some insects, for example, crickets, they're very rich in calcium, you know, so you can get all what you need for a good health. And that's amazing. In fact, uh, in the context of sustainability, I I see that there's this conversation of including insects in our diet. So what is the relationship between the food crisis and having insects as part of anyone's diet? Yes. As as you know, that uh, by 2050, the population of the world is going to increase to about 10 billion. So at that time, people may not, everybody may not have enough food, you know. So at that time, I think, you know, if you rely on other alternative protein sources, such as insects, then it's going to help a lot, you know. So insects, because they're available, you know, all the time they are available. There are many insect species that are present that everybody can have insects anytime. And, uh, and of course, you know, insects can be reared in a very small space. They need very little water and food. And their, and their development time is also very less compared to a conventional meat-producing animals. And also, you know, and insects, their reproduction rate is also very, very high. So, so in that sense, you know, you can have a number of insects at all times of the year, you know. And, yeah. and we, can have, we can have a food source, you know, all the time, you know. True. So if, even, you know, when, when the agricultural land is... Uh, going to be reduced, you know, and, and there will be shortage of water. And, uh, uh, and as a result of global warming, you know, still, you know, insects can be considered as a sustainable food source and, in fact, as an alternative protein, you know. True, Dr. Akhtar. In fact, uh, I don't understand why on this part of the globe, it seems to be just a fad. It seems to be something very unique. People are very averse to it, even uh, in spite of people eating a lot of non-vegetarian food here. They find it very icky to go the insect way. Why is that? Well, the thing is that, you know, that uh, uh, as you know, that uh, uh, there is a dis- uh, people... People associate insects with a disgusting feeling, you know, so that feeling of disgust, you know, it is making their acceptance a little bit difficult, you know. However, there are people, you know, who have been enjoying insects for a very long period of time. And the reason why they don't like to eat eat insects is not the taste or the texture of the insects, it's only cultural, you know. So in some cultures, you know, they think that insects are creepy crawlies, you know, and they're considered as vectors of diseases, as pests, you know. And they compete with you for your food, you know. So this is the reason why people don't want to eat them. However, there are others who have been enjoying them for a very long period of time, you know. So 
I mean, it's just cultural, you know, that, that uh, the acceptance of insects in some cultures is a little bit less than the others, you know. Now, Dr. Akhtar, I can't just go into my backyard and start collecting ants and insects, right? So are there yes. any risks yes. to it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But, but one thing is very important that when, when you are making insects as part of your diet, make sure you obtain them from, from a reliable source. For example, an insect farm, you know, that has been registered. And collecting insects from the wild is not collecting insects from the wild is not good for eating because you do not know you may not know that they can be infested with microorganisms or they may be contaminated with the pesticides or heavy metals you know so you need to watch out for that and some insects also produce like toxic substance within their body you know so which may not be good for human beings you know so we need to watch out for uh, for many factors you know when we want to make insect as part of our diet now let's shift focus to the great UBC bug bake-off. Tell us what kind of dishes were presented to the judges and what oh. was what was in them. Uh, okay, all right. So so there were four groups and each group uh, presented one dish and the group one presented tortilla tacos and uh, uh, the tacos they were prepared from uh, cricket flour. And then another group, they prepared pound cake and cranberry shortbread cookies. And in their cake and in their cookies, they used cricket powder. And the other group prepared ginger cookies, and and they also used cricket flour. And there was another group, and what they did was they made no-bake lemon cheesecake with a caramelized fudge layer of cricket. So those were the ones who used whole crickets but they crushed them. Others were using the insect flour. And, you know, they were graded, and we invited the, we invited a chef, and uh, they were graded uh, in terms of, like, uh, the taste, the texture, presentation, and other factors. And group two, who made the pound cake and cranberry shortbread cookies, they were the winners, and they were awarded a, uh, a prize. All those delicious, yeah. <laughs> all those dishes. It, it, it was a fun day, and I also made something. I made samosas. Ah, uh, yes, and the the flour contained the um, the insect flour as well. So we used fifty fifty in a ratio of fifties to fifty, and uh, the regular flour and the cricket flour. And I also made the potato patties, which are also very popular <laughs> in our culture. And uh, I added some crust in it crickets into it and I also made hummus that was uh, topped with uh, uh, crickets Dr. Akhtar, you had me at the potato patties and the samosas. My mouth is watering. They all sound super delicious. Yes, we should come here and, and we can eat together, you know. That'll be wonderful. My, my co-host, Mankiran, is a complete vegetarian. She's nodding her head. But you've got me there, Dr. Akhtar. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you welcome. for your time. This has been such yes. an interesting conversation. You know what? I'm going to go and look out for that cricket flour and try to incorporate it in yes, my dishes. Yes, incorporate it into the dishes. Yes. And, Thank and you so much. Thank we, for having me. It was our pleasure entirely. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.